Today's episode of Geeks Crossing is brought to you by Blinds.com. It's summertime, which means you expect a lot of heat and UV rays. Luckily, Blinds.com makes perfect light filtering shades to block off UV rays without diminishing your view. Right now, Blinds.com is offering up to 35% off everything to upgrade any room in your home, whether that be indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer for custom window treatments in the world. Click the link down below and shop up to 35% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. Upgrade your backyard or window treatments with Blinds.com and start enjoying your new summer view today. everybody welcome back to another episode of geeks crossing this is uh indeed another ramble episode i'm pretty sure this is the most ramble episodes we've done ever like back to back to back so at least at the time of this recording yeah right well (laughs) so i am here with my dear friend matt you all know him the history buff weighing in at i don't know in that right corner and in the left corner over there we have the man the myth the legend eric himself the host the editor of the podcast and then you just got me uh, wow so, and- so me and eric have to fight all right all right yeah. put up your dukes put up your dukes yeah. i don't know if i have the heart to do it matt <laughs> i mean you put so much hard work into this podcast i can't do it you too Let, let's just have a spongebob style ending where we just hug it out oh no boo, <laughs> boo you know how you guys are gonna fight <laughs> We're gonna talk about video games today. That's gonna to be the topic, and we're gonna mm. we're gonna argue about the best and worst worst video games, consoles, uh, mobile mm. games. Can I just say straight up, does anyone even still talk about mobile games these days? Because I feel like they're heavily slept on. What what are the big mobile games that kids are playing today? I don't actually know. Pokemon <laughs> Go. Oh yeah, yeah, Man. Pokemon Go. Is yep. Pokemon Go even still around though? Because you see, you say these games are slept on. I think all the mobile games are kind of trash, and they're there just to pass the time. Yes, I think I agree with that. I mean, if you look at any mobile game, I don't think anybody playing every video game ever, or at least a huge selection, would ever say, oh, yeah, Angry Birds is my very favorite video game. But you're right, I think of it as kind of just, you know, the way to pass the time. Yeah. Say, like, if you're at school during study hall, or you're on a long road trip, you're on a flight or whatever. Yeah. I don't think anybody would go out of their way to say, hey, I'm a diehard fan of app games. That's the only... I don't <laughs> care if you call me a fake gamer. I love playing games on my phone. The AR games, though, like Pokemon Go especially, kind of challenge that because Pokemon Go, for a little while, wasn't just something you do in your board. Obviously, it is now. But I remember there was a good time period where people were regularly playing that, like, oh... I got to drive three towns over. There's a rare Pokemon there. And like, yeah, they'd go. And so that, that was very interesting. But nowadays I feel like Pokemon go a lot of times. It's just, eh, I'm bored. Let me just take out my phone and throw Pokemon at that Rotata over there. But that was around the time when the game first came out. Yeah. And it was also around the time when the game was bugged up the ass. <laughs> because do you remember every time you opened up the game, the server kept on crashing. Literally they had to release a patch within the first few days of the game's release. I don't think they were anticipating it to get as big as it did. So. I mean, it's a Pokemon catching simulation. They ha- Of course it was going to be big. You know, I kind of think Pokemon's overrated now. The whole franchise? Explain yeah. yourself. Well, okay, I-, I see where you're coming from, but I want to hear your explanation. I only say now because the original Pokemon, you know, I would say all the way up until until 
really what gen five like white and black like i think that was kind of the area that it kind of got boring and it was like okay guys please do something new like the last game i believe um with it wasn't really dynamax but it was like the fact that you could kind of play more with your friends that was cool and i liked what Mm. they were doing with the let let's go at a point like i thought the let's go had potential but they just killed it off there and they made it like more let's go as in like oh like pokemon go and they connected Mm. those two and instead of making it an actual pokemon game but at this point it's always just rinse and repeat you know there's a new region, there's new Pokemon, you know, they throw in the old Pokemon we all love, they give them maybe a different form now, and there's some new gimmick like Dynamax or Alolan or this mm. or that. So Eric, where, mean, where's I, your opinion on that? Because I know you're you're a very, very big Pokemon fan. I mean, yes, I can agree with Keith. The franchise has become very predictable over the years, and but to be fair, that predictability is what keeps me invested because... I love starting your journey in that format every in almost every mm-hmm. generation. Then again, you could argue the same thing with Mario games because how many freaking times is Peach going to get kidnapped by Bowser? Oh my god. <laughs> in the def- just to play devil's advocate because I'm pretty much uh, I'm a, I like Pokémon a lot, you know, and I do identify Eric like you know what you're getting when you pick up a Pokémon game, which there's something nice in that. But just to play devil's advocate, I think Pokémon is a little different from Mario just because what Mario has to do, what his abilities are, what he has to collect, where he goes, are different. Whether you're playing 64 or Sunshine or Galaxy or Odyssey, or even the 2D games. You know, like if you're playing Super Mario World, that's not going to be the same as Super Mario Galaxy. Whereas with most of the main series Pokemon games, it kind of is the same thing every time. You walk out your door, there's a professor, you get a Pokemon, you run into tall grass, you get more. You run the trainer's eyes. You battle them. Um, so I guess there is kind of a little differentiation uh, with the Mario games in terms of uh, in contrast with the Pokemon ones. That said, I'm a big fan of both. So, um, you know, again, I kind of like that that shrug of your shoulders. Like, I know what I'm getting into with the Pokemon generation. Oh, there's maybe some cool designed mons that I really like. Um, but that's just my two cents. You know, this kind of makes me interesting. Uh, interested to hear because you both know a lot about Pokemon, honestly, more than I do. Um, even though I've played every one, which one do you think is the best, and which one do you think is the worst, and why? Ooh, well, Eric did a whole episode about his opinions on that. But Eric, if you'd like oh, to uh, really? re- reflect or, or remind our viewers, I mentioned this many, many, many times on the podcast. I love Generation Three. It's always been my favorite gen. It's the one generation I grew up with the most. Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, Leaf Green, you name all that. I played those games religiously as a kid. Hoenn has my favorite selection of Pokemon, including the starters and legendaries. I also like the whole nature theme that the story has, despite it being generic. Oh, one team believes in having more land, and the other believes in having more sea. Then here comes freaking Rayquaza ending everything. But yeah, Gen 3, easily my favorite. My least favorite games have to be Sun and Moon. I'm sorry, those games are way too gimmicky for me. I love the aesthetics for the Alola region. That's partially too because I'm a guy who loves the tropics. But I didn't like the story. I hated most of the Pokemon. And Z-moves were boring as hell. And I hated the Island Challenge. I love going to gyms. I know it's very generic at this point, but those are the Pokemon games I grew up with. You go to a gym, collect badges, be in the Pokemon League. This whole Island Challenge shit, it's like, I, I appreciate them doing something new, but that didn't yeah. cut for me, sadly. 
the um, island challengers were the ones where you couldn't catch the Pokemon, right? Where you just had to kill them. Yeah, you had to defeat the the Pokemon boss. I remember they could be shiny, right? Oh. I think so. I don't remember by heart. I don't either because I can't say it happened to me, but I swear, like one of my friends had it happen to him because I remember talking to him. And one of the Pokemon he said was shiny and it had to die. Maybe it wasn't the boss itself. Maybe it was one of the ones that was summoned from the boss. But one of the Pokemon in that final, uh, uh, in like the challenge was shiny. And he was like, no. Um, but yeah, that's that's my little story. Um, now, what about you? Favorite generation, least favorite generation? Uh, favorite Gen 5. Why? Okay, my only game before the, that gen came out was Diamond, and Diamond was like a pretty fun game. You know, I liked, I have a, a childhood attachment to that game. But Black and White was the first Pokemon game, I feel like, where things got like kind of really, I don't want to say interesting from a story perspective, but you know what, I'm going to say it. Yeah, I think Black and White did have like the best story. Because just looking at Gen 1, there's like no story other than you occasionally run into some mobsters every now and then. Gen 2 is even weaker, where it's just, hey, those mobsters are back. Get it? Remember them? Then Gen 3, Eric already touched upon. It's, oh, we think there should be more ocean. Well, we think there should be more land. And then, you know, Sky God comes down. And Diamond and Pearl, you know, I don't even remember the story of Diamond and Pearl, to be honest. Like, we want to destroy time and space or some freaking weird stuff like that. But Black and White was very interesting because you had a lot of interesting characters. You had villains with interesting motives. You had characters like N who you really weren't sure if they were good or bad. And speaking very hyperbolically and very, you know, editorially, this is just my opinion, I should say. But I think it's one of the boldest games because it is the most new Pokemon we ever got. 156 to be more precise. So not only the most new Pokemon we've ever gotten, literally the most Pokemon we've ever gotten in one generation ever. Because the first gen only had 151, if you count Mew. So we had all of those new Pokemon. Granted, a lot of them were, you know, like the stupid little event ones. Gen 4, we really have to blame for giving us the start of 600,000 exclusive event mythical Pokemon that no one cares about, you know. Gen 4 was the worst when it comes to Mystery (laughs) Gifts. Sorry, continue. No, 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 no. I agree. (laughs) I love the story. I love a lot of the Pokemon. Some of my favorite Pokemons to this day are, are from Gen 5. You know, uh, uh, off the top of my head, Electross, Seismitoad, Stoutland. Even the starters are pretty nice uh, for the most part. I don't adore them, but they're pretty cool. So great Pokemon. And usually, you guys listening at home, you know this if you've been listening to this podcast long enough. I'm a very, very casual gamer. Probably the most casual among all four of us. And so I, you know, what attracts me to Pokemon is usually pretty simple. It's, hey, I kind of want to catch that guy and use him. And so if there's enough Pokemon that I want to kind of use, I'll usually have more fun with the game because I want to keep replaying it and see, oh, what can I do with this team combo? What if I use these two Pokemon? And obviously, Black and White has a lot that I enjoy there. So, yeah, I just really like the characters, really like the story. I think the gym leaders are some of the some of my favorite gym leaders are from this gen, too. And just to elaborate, Matt, these gym leaders in Unova, they're not just waiting to battle you and get their badge. No, they have lives outside of their gym battles. Yeah, that was so cool. Like, they would actually be parts of the story. They'd help you fight the villains. They would, like, come up to you when things were wrong in their town. They'd be like, hey, Matt, because uh, I would obviously be playing as Matt. Yeah. Hey, Matt, go, uh, you know, see what's up with that villainous team in, in this uh, building. You know, my people are worried about it. Like, they're almost like mayors, you know, like they're important. It's just really cool stuff. 
that was really cool because that's kind of what happens in the show. Yeah. I started yeah. out you know, being the biggest fan of the show ever. That's how I feel like a lot of us started mm-hmm. with Pokemon. And like the fact that it really kind of took it a step further now. And it's like, wow, this is actually how like the show makes everything feel, you know, like this is actually some of the stuff that happens, you know? Yeah. So, th- so that's my favorite games, uh, Gen 5. Uh, and it was cool, too, because Black and White 2 were actually sequels. That's another thing that gets overlooked is they were full fledged sequels in the same gen. You know, oh, we're still in Gen 5, but here's what happens after the events of Black and White. And that's cool, too. I can say I don't think I knew that um, that they did that, that black and white two were like the next step, like what happens after, because I never got those games. I always thought they were going to just be a remake like Platinum, for example, with the Gen four, pretty much the same game. It had its own changes that were awesome. But I was like, why do I want to spend, you know, at the time that it was a birthday gift for me? I was like, I want more birthday presents. I don't want to have the same thing twice. Yeah. So so I will contrast it with Gen seven sun and moon and ultra sun and ultra moon because i remember when i got really into pokemon again a few years ago and i I was replaying all my old games this must have been the start of 2019 maybe i played through moon again and i replayed through ultra sun again and literally like an hour in, i was like this is the same freaking game like this is the same damn game they didn't even same dialogue same characters same story same everything like Really? I mean, there's some differences, you know, some characters will say different lines sometimes. There's a post game that's really cool with Team Rainbow Rocket and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. But the post game is the only thing that matters. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> like if somebody says, oh, which game do I get? Sun or Moon or Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? You suggest to them Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because it's a little more polished, I guess. And also because of the post game. But other than that, there's like no differences. <laughs> and in Black and White 2, that's different because Black and White 2, you see the characters in Black and White doing different stuff like your rivals in black and white one are now like a gym leader a professor you're you have a new rival in gen 2 Uh, it's new protagonists some of the gym leaders are shuffled around it's just you know kind of cool stuff and it sucks because the black and white anime was god awful do not bring up that atrocity to me (laughs) you know no 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 no. i'm not even gonna go into this because i'm getting a fucking mind grain just by thinking about it But uh, yeah, so that's my favorite, Keith. That was there's your long-winded explanation that I'm sure you did not want. Matt, you better be careful what you say your least favorite generation is. Oh no, no, no! I like Gen Three. I, I like to. I think it's very cool. Uh, granted, the villains are kind of stupid, but it's a cool experience. It's a cool game. The, the Pokemon are cool. awesome. Uh, I'm gonna go with X and Y. I'm gonna be uh, boring. Oh, <laughs> Matt, you're killing me. <laughs> okay, because I'm sorry. I the runner-ups. Gen 2, you know, a little bit lazy. They really don't use Gen 2 Pokemon at all. <laughs> they just are like Gen 1's little annoying little brother. But they're cool in that you they're like the first sequels. You get to go back to Gen 1. That's obviously awesome. You get to fight Red on the mountain. Sword and Shield are obviously pretty mediocre. But I really like a lot of the bold. Wait, wait. Gold and Silver is, is your, your least favorite? What? No, I, I'm sorry. I was confusing. I said X and Y were the worst. And then I, now I'm going through why I think the other ones that get some hate aren't as bad. Wait, gold and silver get hate? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How? Uh, well, um... Do you I... want me to explain? <laughs> yes, please, Eric, Eric, please. All right, Keith, relax what I'm about to tell you. So, I think Johto is overrated. Or when you really think about it, yes, I love the fact that it's a sequel generation, but 
it's over-reliant on Kanto. That's my biggest issue. Most of the main characters in that game, or those games, I should say, don't even use Johto Pokemon. Kanto completely overshadows them. And on top of that, you visit Kanto during the post-game. It's like Kanto oversaturates the newest generation, so to speak. What? In Silver, they added, it was, or, or Gold, whatever, added, you know, extra Pokemon to the, the original 150, you know? It wasn't like it was really 100% its own thing. How many Pokemon did they add in that one? I'm pretty sure they added... 100. It was 100, I think. Exactly. Okay. And from there, you are being blessed with this game to have both regions, you know? If they came out with Pokemon, you know, Black, and you could go back to Pokemon Diamond... I would not be like, oh my god, why would they put Diamond in here? I'd be like, man, I'm getting two games for the price of one? <laughs> I can battle 16 gyms now and become a world champion of two regions in one game? That's on the DS? No, I, I like the Johto games. I just don't love them as much as everyone else. Only because I feel like the newest region, which is supposed to be the main focus of those games, isn't really touched upon that much. I also think, because um, I mean, I did play the original Silver and I do have hard gold and gold silver. So when I talk about, you know, silver and gold, I think about the DS version, the hard gold, soul silver. Um, I'm not thinking of the original, like, silver game where it was just the new region in air quotes. Oh, no, I think hard gold and soul silver are phenomenal games. Actually, they're ranked number three in my top ten favorite Pokemon games. Good, Eric. I'm proud of you. Despite what I had to say, I really do love hard gold and soul silver. But X and Y, come on, Matt. I know those games were boring, but they're not that bad. See, now now that we've talked and I'm thinking about it, I think it's either X and Y and, or Sword and Shield are, the, are, are my least favorite. Oh but my at the God, same time, Matt. <laughs> at the same time, I, I don't want to give it to Sword and Shield because I really like, you know, the wild area. I like a lot of the, the areas we got to explore. I like a lot oh, of the new Pokemon. Really? I mean, X and Y, they had the gall, first of all, to be like, okay, yeah. Brand new, beautiful console, 3DS. The first time the graphics are ever 3D, and you're getting like 60 new Pokemon. Like, there's just there's not enough new stuff there. Again, I'm very simplistic with Pokemon. Usually, the first thing that attracts me is I look at the decks and I'm like, oh, who do I want my team to be? And and X and Y just didn't really give me that because it was like a little handful. Okay, and this is what I'm gonna get the most hate from. There's a lot of Pokemon in Gen Six that I that people really love that I just don't get that I'm just not big on Matt, I can name you 10 great Pokemon from Kalos you ready to hear them All I'm right. ready Greninja Aegislash Gogo Tyroar Trevenant Halucha Quawitzer Tyrantrum Aurorus even mm-hmm. Klefki yes it's just a pair of keys but it is a beautiful pair of keys they're beautiful <laughs> they're beautiful and they dangle because you know everybody oh. loves dangling keys yeah, okay, you named some pretty good ones there. I do like Pyroar a lot. I'm not the biggest fan of the starters, to be honest. I think this is not the weakest starters, but the second weakest starters. Sword and Shield, easily weakest you, starters of all time. I, I really didn't say, like any of them. You have a problem with Naruto Frog? I do. I, I'm not the biggest Greninja fan, no. I feel like I don't know you anymore. I'm sorry. I don't know. He's okay. He's, I think he's probably, I like Chestnut a lot, but Greninja and Chestnut, you know, they're pretty, they're okay. I, I don't hate them. I don't. You hate, like Chestnut I, over Greninja? That might be my grass starter bias, to be fair. I think Chestnut's pretty cool. Chespin himself is forgettable. Delphox, we don't have to talk about because it's Delphox. Hey, I love Delphox. Okay, I don't love, but I like Delphox. 
That's where I'm at with Greninja and Chestnut. Like, I like them. They're okay. This is the first generation where I saw the starters, and I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I guess those are okay. It's also possible that because this was actually the first generation I did not play when it came out, because I didn't have a 3DS, and I didn't really want one bad enough to to get this game because I had my normal DS and silly Matt was just like man this is good enough I don't want to get another one like whatever so I skipped this generation to date the only one I ever skipped it was gen 4 5 then 7 8 9 I had to go back and play this at some point so I guess that might be why too I just don't have that connection with it okay I'm talking from my own opinion Eric I know because you're a big fan of these but I don't like the villain I think the villain team the motive makes no sense I think it's this weird guy who freaking wants to launch the world into war just to prove a point like he's we're back to those lame villain plots at this point we have the team of rivals quote unquote that really barely serves the plot there's like four of them and only one of them really matters they're just there to be your your friends which is it's nice but they don't really incorporate anything they're not really memorable looking at this I, you know more Forgettable Mythicals, this continues the trend of Gens 4 and 5, where they just shove a lot of Toys R Us GameStop uh, exclusive Pokemon that no one will ever care about in 10 years from now. The Pokemon War was kind of a cool concept, but when you have the giant thousand-year-old man walking around, it kind of, you know, it's like, okay, really? (laughs) Jumping the shark a little bit now? I don't know. It's just kind of, for me at least, the worst aspects of a Pokemon game. You know, mediocre, uh, small dex count, a lot of Pokemon that are mediocre and overrated, in my opinion. The story's not that good. I don't like the villains. And I don't know. The one thing I will give, though, is Mega Evolution is the coolest gimmick we've ever gotten. Yeah. I think if you stack it up against Mega Evolutions, Z-Moves, and Dynamaxing, Mega Evolution runs away with it. Like, it's the coolest by far. Oh, 100%. Uh, so, I, obviously, obviously, you know, brownie points for that. Other than that, like, I don't know. And and there are some cool Pokemon I do really like here. Heliolisk is actually my favorite electric Pokemon. So that's seeing him on there did make me reconsider. But I don't know. It's just by and large a mixed bag for me. And, and Sword and Shield is pretty close, you know, pretty mediocre too. But I just am willing to give it a lot more of the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Maybe it is just as bad and I'm just <laughs> remembering it wrong. But there is a lot I liked in Pokemon Sword and Shield, that, you know, and that I just, I don't know, I can't really say it for X and Y. That's just my opinion. So uh, to recap, uh, my favorite is Gen 5, least favorite is Gen 6. And Eric, what were yours again? Obviously, Gen 3 is my favorite, and my least favorite is Gen 7. All right, nice. Keith, I wonder, do you have any opinions on these or no? Well, the best was Hard Gold Soul Silver. I don't know what gen you'd really throw those into. I guess Gen 2, technically. Those are just the best. Like, again, you literally, you spend money on one game and you get two. You get to fight Red. You get all the Pokemon that, like, from the original game, you know, you get so much just jam-packed in this game. And it was the game that I think took me the longest to beat with playing, like, the most. Like, it had the most amount of playtime. So because I spent so much time in it and playing it and playing it and I wanted to progress and I was trying to catch every Pokemon and fill out the Pokédex and because of how much I was doing, it just stuck in my mind as one of the best of all times. Having my Pokemon go from level one up to a hundred or actually I think they were like in their like high 70s, but just through me trying to play the game. Like the actual, the last gym leader on the second side, the 16th was Brock, I believe. Mm. No, it was Blue. Blue. Yeah, your rival from the cancel oh, games. Gary. Gary. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah. Gary. It was like the first gym though, in like air quotes. That that's what I meant. 
I thought I could have swore though it was Brock though because I thought you went through and then you worked your way backwards through Kanto. Well, By the way, te- technically, when you play through Kanto in the Gen Two games, you can fight the gym leaders in any order, but Blue is always the last one you have to face. Okay, oh, it's something super new, super fun. It doesn't mess with the storyline. It's not a gimmick, and you get to go through and literally just do it again. It's like, oh yeah, like. And the coolest part was it wasn't that like when you fought the eighth gym um, gym leader, it wasn't the end. You know, your Pokemon were still pretty strong, you know, maybe around the 50s. And it didn't just end there being like, okay, you can grind the rest of the way or you have the elite four. Like it was like, oh, yeah, go on to the next region and start battling gym leaders who have Pokemon in their 60s or 70s or up to I believe you fight red in the very end. And what he all his Pokemon are 75 or 80. 80s yeah exactly (laughs) so you actually get to battle somebody that's arguably the hardest pokemon battle you you have to play in any of the games they have the highest level they have the most everything and it was actually like a boss fight i don't even think we've ever gotten anything like that again i'm trying to think because i know in emerald during the post game you get to rebalance steven who was like champion in ruby and sapphire and his pokemon were like high 70s early 80s i do remember that actually that was extremely cool. Like, I love when they do that. What would be a cool concept would be you throw in a big enemy that the, the party's not supposed to beat. You know, you throw in, like, I'd love to see. You know how, like, in every Pokemon, you battle your rival, and then if you win, they're like, haha. And then if you lose, they like, cry, and they leave, they run away. I would love to see them put in somebody, maybe not your rival, but maybe you play as a character that's maybe a little too smug, and they're like, haha, look, I got a Pokemon now, I'll beat you. And you actually verse somebody that with like a level five Pokemon that has, you know, level 30s. And they're like, kid, I'll beat you down. Like, watch your mouth. And then they they just beat you. Like, it's a fight you're not supposed to win. And for some reason, if you do win, you know, maybe it will change the story slightly. But you're not supposed to win it. You're supposed to lose the fight. And then you go back to fight them later, you know, when you're stronger. Like, to me, that type of character development would be amazing. Yeah. But alas, Keith, we all know the Pokemon main character is always mute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's like another weird rule for pokemon is you can never talk <laughs> because the player is supposed to represent you yeah well i'm even okay with the character speaking at all not being whatever but it would be so cool for you to you know have the option like not even like putting them in your way where you have to battle them if you could walk up to a trainer and be like hey you let's fight and all of a sudden they pull out you know level 60 pokemon and you're like okay never mind Never mind. Actually, no, yeah, thinking about it, you wouldn't even need a talking protagonist. I could literally picture it now. You like you walk up to some big biker dude with like a polyrath next to him and he looks at you and he's like, Oh, okay, I, I see the fight in your eyes. Let's go. Like you don't you really can work around it without breaking the golden rule of Pokemon, which is you're always mute. So that would be cool. Alright, Keith, oh. what's your least favorite game or generation as a whole? Um, I mean pretty much everything Gen 4 and back I love. I can't say anything bad about it. So it have to be a future generation. I was so close to saying Pokemon White, actually. Well, you um, could. I, I know. I was definitely close, but I think some of the newer games messed that up more. I'm trying to think. So I guess it was the 3DS, and it was the first game where you weren't a pixelated little guy. You actually were, like, running around 3D, and you had the team of buffoons following you the whole game. That was X and Y, yeah. Okay, oh, so my yeah. God. Another the team of X and Y hater. I just remember the team of buffoons and I was yelling at them the whole time. I'm like, oh my God, I hate you guys. Like, leave me alone. I just remember that game being very like lackluster to me. And I don't know if it was maybe that I've gotten bored of Pokemon or what it was just 
that by the end I was just like, oh my God, please just be over already. Uh, see, but I was going to say, like, I, I really did enjoy the Alowan. I like the fact that they did change it from gyms. Like, I was like, I still like gyms better. I think that's a cooler concept. But at least they tried something new that wasn't a gimmick, you know? Like, Dynamax is a gimmick, 100%. The Alowan stuff, I mean, maybe the trials were more gimmicky. See, but no, it was really, it was no, just like I, a replacement of... I would say Z-Moves were the gimmicks of that game. Do you remember those? Yes, yeah. I do. I do. Those are the gimmicks, 100%. Yeah, the Z-Crystals. The gimmick. Um, but so I think X and Y would have to be the the least. You guys are so mean. <laughs> it's funny. This was supposed to be a ramble about mobile games, and then it turned to a whole Pokemon <laughs> discussion. Hey, it'd be like that. Yeah, you never know what we could talk about. When we come in here with just uh, our own personalities, you never know what will be brought up. Well, I'm okay. I know you guys have work and things in the morning. Let us know your least favorite, favorite Pokemon games. Let us know if you liked any mobile games a lot or still play a lot of mobile games. In our Discord, you know, link is in the description as always. Follow us on Instagram at Geeks Crossing and continue to support us wherever you're listening to us now, whether that be Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio. And, and make sure you tell your friends and family about us, all the gamers in your lives who have strong opinions about Pokemon or really, really love crossy road and angry birds uh Ooh. send them our way <laughs> oh and matt just started a web uh comic thing you should totally check that out if you go oh. on geeks crossing i'm giving the plug to matt so future us when we're looking back we'll be like wow that's when we started it back in um, <laughs> 20, uh, 2021 that's the date that's the year okay good night stay Thanks. true to your geek selves <laughs>